What's up, saints and ain'ts? We are back with another episode of Culture versus Kingdom. And this week, we are going to be talking about red flags. I'm sure most of y'all are familiar with the trend that was happening with red flags where everything was getting flagged. I mean, your food was getting flagged, your mama was getting flagged, everybody was getting flagged. But we thought this would be a great segment to talk about on our show here today and actually focus on some actual red flags and what they are. So we're going to be talking about red flags in religion and being believers in Christ. We're going to be talking about red flags in friendships, red flags in relationships, red flags um, just as far as personality traits and what the difference between red flags and flaws are. We are going to be bringing all of that to you. So stick around. This week, we are going to be talking about red flags in friendships. We're mostly going to focus on same-sex friendships because next week is about to get crazy where we are going to talk about guy-girl friendships, guy-girl dynamics, and all the stuff that comes with those friendships why they are or aren't successful. Can you actually be friends with guys uh, uh, having an opposite sex friendship and it actually work out? We're going to be getting into all of the relationship stuff when it comes to that dynamic. But this week, we want to keep it simple and just focus on same-sex friendships, male, guy-guy dynamics, girl-girl dynamics, equally yoked, unequally yoked. We want to just focus on that this week. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Y'all ready? Can we get a roll call? Hi, I'm John. What's good, y'all? My name is Devin Funderburg. He's Jared. This is Rukia. And, and we, we are, are the Rices. We're so happy to be here. What are red flags? Like, let's talk about that real quick, because make sure we're on the same page. To me, red flags are like warnings and whether it's friendships, relationships, or any type of, uh, you know, between two people or between anyone. I kind of agree with the warning sign. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I think a red flag is. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to read um, the Urban Dictionary uh, definition for it. I, they have the definition of a red flag. It's All of it is the same thing, everything that you guys said. A sign of warning or impending danger, disaster, or doom. I agree. And I feel like in the spiritual sense, we would be, this is something we would be using our discernment for, our sixth sense for. So, uh, yeah. That's I like the words that they use to because danger, like, you know what I mean? Like it's a warning. And so let's go into that, like that mindset of what a red flag is, what you guys just said as we take the approach tonight. So what's the difference between red flags and flaws? I think um, flaws is something that can be addressed and fixed um, because of, of, of like a character flaw. But when we think of what flaws are, for me, I think a flaw is something that can be acknowledged. And like I said, fix as in a red flag, as we have defined it. If something is a warning, that means uh, the caution behind it is to stay away. Um, so I think that's some something that's flawed, like I said, can be fixed versus a red flag um, needs to be that caution needs to be taken very seriously and like run away. I, I agree. Um, I don't, and I also don't think, and you guys can argue with me if you feel differently. I don't actually think all flaws are bad, if that makes sense, right? I think flaws can be distinctions. And like Rakia said, they're not dangerous, right? Um, and certain flaws, like she said, are things that we can work on to be, you know, do better in. And then certain flaws, I feel like, would go under the characteristic as something, you know, another person is supposed to be able to, you know, 
I don't want to say deal with, but deal with, you know what I mean? Like we all have, you know, different flaws and different things, right. That, you know, I, and I'm not talking about like, again, the dangerous character traits or anything like that, like, but you know, things that are more of, I would say, I guess, personality trait. And so I think that there's that distinct difference of danger, right. Things that are harmful, not just to, you know, that person, but to you and everybody else around them and your other relationships um, in your life. I, I look at that when we're talking about red flags, uh, we have to acknowledge that there are two other flags. There's green flags and there are yellow flags. And so just like when we were back in elementary, middle school, you would get in trouble. They put you on yellow and you know you in trouble. You, you know you about to be there. But once you get to red, it was like they calling your parents like you're getting in trouble. Right. And so I think that separates if you're in the red, red flag zone, that's that means to avoid at all costs, right? Because we don't want to if we get if we get around them, that will become our red flag. We're associated with the like we are who we are associate with, right? So if you are associating yourself around red flag people, maybe you don't know that you have a red flag. But now if you if you are in that danger zone, see when you identify a red zone, a, a red flag, you're potentially in the yellow zone yourself. And so the best way to do it is to go the opposite way. So then you can see the separation. Then you see the separation. And the only way you do that is with God. Like the Holy Spirit will lead you away from red flags. It it won't, it's not going to come in too late. It's going to come in where you might have been like, maybe that's right. No. You in the yellow zone. Turn around, buckle. You got to get back to green. I think Devin broke it down perfectly. You know what I mean? Like the area where you're supposed to run. These areas are not things that we should be negotiating with people in. It's areas like you've already passed negotiation. You know what I mean? Like it should be taken as seriously as if you had a friend stealing from you because they are stealing from you, maybe spiritually, emotionally, mentally. So it should be taken with high regard. Whereas a character flaw, um, and I said, I'm going to read this one. Uh, No, not that one. Uh, A mark, fault, or imperfection. Um, So it's an imperfection. So it's something, again, I see it as something that, again, the person's willing and you're able to speak to them about striving to be something better. I would even hit what Devin said. It's a yellow, maybe. You know what I mean? It'd be in the yellow or green area where it's like, you know, may not be something that's detrimental to the relationship, um, but it's something that can be worked on or built, especially because, different relationships call for different things. All of us, you know, operate differently. And so I would say that, you know, but red flag, red zone is like, you need to be breaking up like that. You need to be leaving that person alone. Um, You're in the danger zone, literally. I think, I think a red flag uh, for friendships is number one, no accountability. Like if your friends allow you or you allow your friends to just do whatever, whenever, wherever, I think that's not a really, that's not a, a true friend. Um, that's more of a spectator of your life. Um, and when it comes to friendship, I also think if there's a lack of like trustworthiness, like, or if there's like often uh, dishonesty, or if you feel like you need to not be transparent with this friend for whatever the case may be on both ends, like if it's because of you and you just a shady person and you don't want to tell people about your life, or if it's the fact that you know that your friend can't hold water and you don't want to tell them things because you think that all the information is going to get out. 
So for me, like those are some some big ones for me. So I think, again, having bad friends can do a lot of damage. The Bible talks about it. So being used is a huge red flag that I feel like if you don't catch early, you might catch yourself being used for a while. I will also say that um, typically when I I notice red flags, um, it bothers me. Um, the things like they stand out and it's like a, um emphasis on this um, emphasis on what they're doing that's bothering me. So, for example, if I tell a friend no and they take it a wrong way, I, I consider that a red flag because it bothers me that you can't um, you can't take the word no. First Corinthians 15, 30, uh, 33 is don't be fooled by those who say such things for bad company corrupts good character. And again, I believe strongly people that you can't grow with. I also think being friends with people who gossip is a huge red flag uh, because I mean, it's a simple song. Like if they're talking about somebody else, especially if they're talking about their friends, uh, then they're absolutely talking about you. <laughs> like, like let's not pretend. And um, again, like they don't have business of their own. So they're talking about other people or judging other people. Or, and I'm not talking about like rightful godly judgment. I'm talking about being mean and ugly. And I know from my own personal experience, because I had to learn in a cycle and in the hard way of friendships, because I wasn't reading what the Bible said on friendships. And I didn't learn what a friend looked like within the stature of the character of God. I had to learn it the hard way. And I was trying to be friends with people who were supposed to be my assignment, if that makes sense. If that, and I, I couldn't distinct the difference between a friend and an assignment. And so when you're around enough bad seeds, right, it's hard for you to even stay focus and stay working and active towards God, because that's what you're surrounded by. Right. Or you're making um, excuses for them, uh, especially out of, you know, I've learned this as well. Like that's not love making excuses for people who are doing things that are again, not, not just not even godly, but wicked. You know what I mean? Like making excuses for them and being like, you know, well, I love them and I don't want to be that person who's judging them and they just need a good influence, but it does become a problem when those people are influencing you. And so I think that it's a red flag to have those people so close. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the word of God says, do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. Right. And I don't, I believe obviously like people say that they believe in God, a lot of people say that believe in God, but like what God, you know what I mean? Like who's God. And so, um, I believe again, it goes back to knowing a person by their fruit. Like if they're really serious about their walk, because a lot of people say that they're going to know God, but they'd have no idea who Jesus is. And so going deeper and being like, we should be equally yoked, right. As, uh, vivacious as I am about purpose, you should be at least that level or higher. Like we should be pushing each other to be better. So, um, I think it, it was a very um, valid question that kind of steers my thoughts a little differently about red flags and like character flaws. Um, so I kind of want to touch base for both of those things regarding friendships. Um, and so something like, which, which I don't think someone communicated, but I mean, or someone said, but like communication, like for me, communication is very key in friendships, um, communication for the good things and being able to talk to me about the bad things. Like, I think that that's really important in friendship. And so I think something like that is a flaw. Like if someone's not good at communication, I don't think that that's a red flag. I don't think that that's a warning. I think that that's something that can be improved upon. So I'm like, OK, 
you can't communicate, I'm going to tell you this time. Um, I'm going to tell you a couple of times because sometimes we need to be told a couple of times or sometimes we need to um, know how to uh, communicate with people because a lot of the times we may have grown up in environments that didn't teach us that or as children didn't teach us that. Now, where it becomes a red flag for me with communication and uh, friendships is if this friendship is one-sided. And so it goes back to what Teresa was saying about being equally yoked or unequally yoked. Um, so I've had friends in the past um, and then I, you know, also got to be careful with the term friend too. Um, but um, I've had friends in the past that the relationship was a bit one-sided. We've known each other for years. And so like we had a lot of things in common, but the moment that things were no longer common, um, communication began to dwindle off. <laughs> things begin to just be like, just weird. And so for me, throughout the friendship, I'm like, hey, I've always been a communicator. I've always been like, hey, I don't like when you do this. I don't like when you do that. Why does it take for me to call you for you, then you to name a list of things that you're feeling away about? And I have already sensed the distance in the friendship. Um, and so for stuff like that, that's a red flag, especially if I have known you for a long period of time. Um, we have been friends for years and you're still having communication issues. Like, no, like someone like Teresa is uh, someone newer in my life. And so if her and I had issues with communication, it's like, OK, this is something that we can build upon. We can learn because she's learning me. I'm learning her. But what helps is that we're equally yoked. We both serve the same God. We both believe in the same Jesus Christ. And so our spirits immediately walk in agreement. And so even if it's something like you not knowing how to communicate, that's fine. We can talk about that. Hey, I like when you do this. Hey, I don't like when you do that. And we can improve upon that. But someone who is not um, equally yoked with you is going to be hard for them to even change that around, because I think that our communication a lot of the times is a representation of how we talk to God. Um, and a lot of people don't speak to God, so they don't know how to speak to people. Um, <laughs> a representation of how we deal with people is a representation of how we deal with our relationship with the Lord. And so when you're bad mouthing other people or mean to other people, like it, it's a clear distinction of, you know, what you think about concerning guys. That's one of the biggest things that I learned this year. Um, obviously, like Mackenzie and I have been friends, but like literally since we were born, like literally like cradle mates. That's how long we've known each other. Right. And I think that sometimes we get comfortable I'm, and I'm speaking generally as people, but I think sometimes we get comfortable in communication styles that are outdated. Right. Or um, I know for me, like a big flaw of mine was that I got so like caught up in like, I'm just going to forgive them and never address the issue. Right. Because like, I didn't really know how, and I'm, was previously like non-confrontational, right? But I didn't understand at the time that not all confrontation is bad confrontation, right? Um, I couldn't, I couldn't translate that because I was like very heavy on like peacekeeping, right? Um, and I would say like Kenzie was or is still a peacemaker, so she likes to address the issues. And I know for me, uh, previously I struggled with that because I was like, I just want to move on. But it curated an environment of resentment and unresolvedness that really hindered our relationship for a point that God really restored and really reworked. Um, and, you know, she can weigh in her own personal point of view as well. But I know for me, like learning communication, right? Because things even like, I don't, I don't know if it was an environment as when, as much as when I did try to communicate with people previously who I was unequally yoked with, it always became a problem. And so it became easier not to 
communicate. Like, it was just like, you know what? I'm just going to forgive them. Like, I know what they mean. I know their intentions weren't meant to hurt me or harm me. So I'm just going to let it go. But when you're not addressing things with people and you're not saying anything, they don't know that anything's wrong. Right. And I know that that was a problem. And I think that that was a character flaw of mine that I've been really working on, right. To be able to speak up and advocate for myself. And like you said, against, a a, a character, um, a red flag. And I had another friend previously who you couldn't tell them anything. Like literally you couldn't say anything to them without it being an issue. Like that was mean. What do you mean? It's mean, you know, and it, and it was always a fight. And so I think that not only did that hinder my own personal learning of communication, I didn't, I did acknowledge it as a red flag, but I loved them so much that I was kind of like, you know, maybe like if I just keep loving, then maybe they'll just kind of like grow out of it. Or maybe I can just lead by example, but it actually hindered my communication style in other relationships because I stopped addressing things with people. Defining the word friendship, when you just, when you break it up and you define what a ship is, a ship is a vessel that takes you to a new place, right? And so if you have a friend that is not taking you to a a higher level, that's not a friendship, you know, it's a weight. And, and boats have weights, too. You know, boats have anchors that hold you back. And sometimes you have to let those anchors go. Um, another the reason why I say this is because I think it's a red flag for us to go back to those friendships that aren't. That doesn't have um, any wind to this to its sail. It has just weight. And so how can we be friends if you are working against me? Right. Uh, uh, Anchor is something that works against the wind. So if you're working against me, you're not pushing me to to be who God wants me to be. You're not pushing me to what God wants me to be, um, wants me to do on this earth. You are nothing but a hindrance. And I must let you go. I know that red flags and character flaws and women dynamics are very different than uh, red flags and character dynamics difference in men. So could you guys also address the difference between a character flaw and male to male relationships um, amongst each other? The way that the way the way that men. So the way that fathers raise their son when it comes to um, like just overall, like, I mean, some fathers just aren't in, in their child's lives, but other ones are. But yet they're like they're there, but they're not there. When it came to like my dad, he was there, but spiritually I didn't have a a male figure who could guide me in that in that in that area, and so and and our communication to this day is still like it's it's still lackluster, and um, unfortunately you got a lot of fathers who don't communicate well with their children and and mainly their sons, and it's like a that can kind of be seen as like a, a generational uh, uh, curse thing going on. And so it affects a whole bunch of um, generations and a whole bunch of groups of men and therefore affecting the way that men um, communicate with each other. And it's not until that we either have either, either we have like women in our lives who it, it gives us, a different feel of, of ways to communicate or we thankfully come to Christ and then read in our word. And then we have a relationship with God that we start to understand more of like how communication 
is actually supposed to be by prayer and also how we're supposed to live our lives by following Christ and, and living our lives by, by the word of God. No, I thought that was really good, John. Like I, I, I relate heavily with, you know, having the lack of communication with my father. So like everything you said definitely hit. Um, I think I don't necessarily know about flaws, but I do have a few red flags as it relates to like men and friend and friendships. Um, I think uh, I, well, I have a few. So the first thing I'm going to say is if you my mans or like you my homeboy, but you have like, uh, I would say uh, odd attraction or fascination with the woman that I'm dealing with, you know, like as a man, like if every time I bring my woman around, you know, it's a compliment and it's a hey, and y'all a little bit too friendly or like. Or, or even, for instance, if there's, like, issues in the relationship that because we're all friends, like, you know, those issues may be out, but you then decide to somehow or some way, like, throw dirt on my name, uh, you know, rather than just be impartial and just, you know, whatever. Um, because I know a lot of guys, like, they definitely do that. Like, they'll be cool with somebody, and then, but because that dude has the girl that they want, um then whenever there's an issue, they'll always take the side of the girl to kind of make themselves look better. So that way, you know, if things were to end, like they would have an end with the girl. So that's a that's a huge red flag. Um, another red flag um, would be is if you always like I think but I think this is for both. This is for like girls and girls and guys and guys and friendships. But if there's always like a underlying like sneak this in or if, like you always got like uh, like. Cause it, but it's a difference because some friendships is like, nah, we always clown on each other. But I think the difference between like clowning on each other and sneak dissing is like when I actually have like an accomplishment and then you like downplay it or, or it's like you try to make it seem like it's not that big a deal. Or especially if it's something that I've been struggling with and then I finally overcome it or take a step towards progress and you, you shut it down. I think that's different than like just clowning on each other which is something I don't think that's a big deal. But I think the sneak dissing is definitely a red flag. I'll say a little something about the the joking on each other. I think it's important to know your friend because I don't like to get joked on. <clears throat> that's not my thing. Like, <laughs> So if you know that about my personality and you know that about me and you still always got a little jokey joke, I'm going to think you a hater because I don't like I don't like that. Like, I, I'm funny. Like, I could have a sense of humor, but I don't think... Um, like cutting, like you, you know how, like when we used to curse about, like, oh, you cutting my, you know, y'all know the word, <laughs> no, that's you know, no, no, oh, sorry, baby. It's a <laughs> <laughs> so like growing up, like, they were like, oh, you cutting, you cutting my butt, but you know, the curse word in replace of that. <laughs> and so like, I don't like, don't cut me. Like, don't like, I don't like that. Don't do jokes on me. Um, so I think that when people continue to do that, knowing the character or knowing the person, um, it's a red flag for me because I think that that signifies like yeah. some type of jealousy or some type of like hating and it's like very underlining. Yeah. And it's a red flag if they can't take that and like adjust or like if they just like if they refuse to, you know, adjust. Because for me, I'm the type of person where like, I'm not gonna lie, like I like joking, like I like clown. That's how I grew up. But I understood that my wife doesn't like that. So I don't, I don't do that with my wife. Like I don't, like I could, but I don't. Because I know, like, I know who she is and I know what, you know, what's valuable to her and like what's sensitive. 
Um, on the other hand, like I have, you know, some homeboys or like that I grew up with. Who it's like whenever we're around each other, it's nothing but jokes. It's like, but we also had that understanding that it's like nobody takes anything personally. Um, but again, like she said, it depends on the person. So, but if they're not willing to um, adjust, like to the person that they're in a relationship with, then that's that's bad. Um, I, I was gonna say something that's a red flag with with a lot of friendships that I've had in the past that have been, if you know the type of character that I have and that I don't have any ill regards to you, why do you treat me as so, I mean, why do you treat me as like I have those intentions? When a person thinks that you have the same personality that they that they have, that's a red flag for me because you can't, um, you can't judge me based off of how you do me or how you do other people, I'm completely different. You're not my man for real. You know, you phony. And I can't, I can't, in 2022, I can't deal with that. I really can't. Yeah, I definitely experienced that before, Devin, like more, like more times than I can even like count. Like people think that I'm going to do them the same way that they did me, but that's not who I am. Like you said, he under, like when people, when people like that, they understand that the way that they acted was petty or the way that they acted was uncalled for. And then so naturally as humans, like naturally we, we have that understanding of like you reap what you sow, like naturally as humans. And so when we know that we did somebody dirty, then we are like subconsciously expecting to get done dirty. But that's the thing about, you know, being a child of God is we don't have that, that same standard of getting even or getting back or, you know, it's not, nah, it's love regardless. And I think that again, as you continue to mature in your walk and eat solid food, that the less we should want to be surrounded by those people. Um, and I'm with Rakia with the whole, like, don't, don't clown with me like that. I don't think it, because personally I used to be friends with those people. I'm not friends with them anymore because it was actually underlining hate, like all of it. It was never a joke. And I just was, I was like, oh, they're just joking. Then you go home and you think about it and you're like, they're just joking. Mm -hmm." And then, but really it is, they don't like you. (laughs) And also a red flag, I'm going to throw it out there. Don't be friends because I be seeing stuff on social media. Don't be friends with people who didn't like you when they first met you kind of thing, kind of energy. Or That's a red flag. Like the fact that they looked at you, decided that they didn't like you and that y'all are all buddy, buddy. And they like bring that story up. I'm, I'm talking about a real situation that happened to me. Like the girl ain't like me. She told she would open the story with, oh, I didn't like her at first. We, she's not my friend no more. Uh, yeah, uh, I think another, uh, I guess, a red flag or I say, you know, friendships as far as like, you know, men being friends, I think for me is if, I don't know if y'all mentioned this, but like if they're like a threat to an area you want to grow in or if like they don't like push you to grow in that area, I get y'all. If it's like, like if your area is purity, and that person is always talking about sexual things and things that you're trying to like stay away from. And you tell them out front, yo, I'm trying to do better in this area. Can you like chill? And they don't respect that. That's a huge red flag for me because you don't, you don't um, value 
you know, the, the area that I'm trying to grow in or any area, whether it could be purity, cursing, spending your money well. Like, like if you're a hindrance or like a, a liability or a threat to me growing, that's a red flag because friendships are supposed to like push you to growth and different things like that. It's not supposed to hinder your growth. That is so good. One of my favorite things about the Bible is how extensively it actually talks about friendships. If we would actually take time to see what God's intent was behind friendships so that we can know who needs to be in our life and who doesn't. That is so good. Thank you guys so much for all that knowledge, telling about your own personal experiences, and really uh, let's just breaking it down about our own personal experiences with red flags where we were either the red flag or we had friends that were the red flags and dealing with that as believers as well. So y'all, that wraps up the episode for today, but stay tuned. We are not done with the topic of friendships. Next week, we are going to be breaking down opposite sex friendships, guy, girl friendships. Can they work? Do they work? Are they always going to end up in courting? Are they always going to be a problem? We're going to be talking about ghosting. We're going to be getting into all the tea, all the things regarding opposite sex friendships. So we will be back again next week. Make sure you join it. I'm going to be honest with y'all. It's my, this is my favorite segment we've done so far. And this is about to be my favorite episode. So we will see y'all back next week with the conversation. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Kingdom Frame of Mind. Subscribe to our YouTube under the same name. And again, keep supporting, keep liking, keep engaging with us. We want to hear from y'all. And if y'all like some of the stuff we said, feel free to follow our own personal Instagram to keep up personally with us. Um, We're going to go ahead and drop our Instagrams now. So go ahead, y'all. What's up, y'all? This is Devin. Follow me on Instagram at underscore fun design studios. Hit me. Hey guys, this is John. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at by John Sharp Jr. Hey guys, and thank you for being with the Kingdom versus Culture podcast again. If you want some more content, please follow us at rue underscore t dot b. That's my Instagram or my husband's Instagram, which is Jared underscore Rice. That's J A H R E D underscore Rice, like white rice, y'all. Yeah, and we the rices, and we out. That's it. And again, you can find me on Instagram at Teresa Brianna Burleson. That's two N's in Brianna and an H in Teresa.